today the world is going through a transformation phase and this transformation is fueled by none other than data and technology that is rapidly changing the way we do businesses today many a times we look at tesla apple microsoft google and wonder why they are making too much billion dollar profits and increasingly becoming monoliths of today's it industry where there is so much of competition and despite of all that they are still able to maintain their market share their profitability their enormous bargaining power and their ability to generate new inventions the one reason is that they have been successfully able to transform their legacy businesses into a new avatar of digitally enabled business by doing changes in the business models by reimagining their customer journeys and by investing in capabilities that support the people and the culture of the company that reorients some of the basic and most usually discussed concepts that we know in a traditional mba class what are they we will discuss in this podcast so coming from an experience of seeing digital transaction happening in a country like india where there's so much uh barrier there's so many barriers that exist between the geographies between the demographies between the uh profiles of the income that you really wonder that how a country where there is so much disparity technology has been a denominator that has unified the population the 700 million population that uses smartphones and have the digital access to almost any entity in the world that's huge right we are talking about a country where people have not earned more than 2500 dollars but yet have access to the world's cheapest data so that is something transformational and companies around the world are using this as a leverage uh, to make uh, their market and their addressable market a huge cash cow turning opportunity let me explain you that how digital uh enable technologies have helped transform some of the basic assumptions that we have held in our country and how it has enabled companies like mahindra tatas uh lt hdfcs around the world to make significant changes let's start with uh defining what exactly is digital transformation means so any one who has come across this terms many a times we come across this terms you know in um consultancies uh reports like mckinsey bcg and kpmg where they release their annual reports and they that all talk about digital transformation digital strategy 
but what exactly does this term mean it's a fanciful term no no doubt in that but for me as i explain it to others digital technology transformation is about enabling the use of digital tools like cloud like erp systems like uh, virtualization of uh, your server technologies uh, by integrating your uh, nodes network systems and through that increasing the reach of your products and making the products market fit by bringing down the cost and also creating an ecosystem around you where you have uh, where you shift from a resource needed uh, competition to a much ecosystem support uh, led uh, surroundings so that is what for me digital transformation is i know it's a lot of words simply if you talk about digital transformation it's about how you take the technology as well as integrate with your company's vision mission and our culture to transform it from distributed siloed organizations to a unified much agile much more adaptable organization this concept has rapidly becoming more relevant you may ask why well for the simple reason is that after covid-19 we all have experienced that today the business models are living in a woka world what is woka world it typically means that we are living under uncertainty and volatility where the changes are happening every at every time at every moment and we do not know what will happen next and for that we need to make ourselves ready it's always very easy to say that okay we will have digital transformations but many uh, about uh, about 60 to 70% of the companies that uh, launch digital transformation does not succeed well there are multiple factors uh, one common factor is that many of times there is no commitment from the top management and where the top management is not involved and is not able to drive the entire uh, project by itself there the lack of commitment may result into an unsuccessful digital transformation project for example you may see many a times companies launching their own um, third companies where they have separate ceos they have separate ceos and separate budgets in some silicon valley or dubai or sweden and they expect uh, them to launch a new product or new innovations or new research for them uh, but many a times this does not happen like that okay you can what i believe you can have a speedboat to take out a big ship sometimes the small boat takes up without having the big ship going uh, with it so that's what you know um, is also being described by sunil gupta in his famous book driving digital that uh, he says that it's not enough to uh, bringing the it technology and uh, burning lot of cash and hoping that you if you establish an experiment uh, somewhere else then it might uh, bring you results but that does not happen okay so we will talk about that three pillars the three pillars basic pillars uh, about digital technology uh, 
that uh, are considered necessary for uh, any successful transformation first is reinvesting or reorienting your business models now what does a business model means now in simple terms a business model is uh, the way you earn your revenue okay so revenue earning take place through value addition imagine it as a pipe a pipe that has supplier at one end and your customer at the other end you have cost at one end and revenues at the other end in modern parlance or in management terms we call it a piped linear model that is everything is linearly designed you go from one stage to another stage to another adding values in between and finally making it a point where you sell your product at a higher cost than your raw materials and make a honey that's a simple linear model that we all know however there are different emerging models that companies are rapidly adopting for example premium models like skype uh, zoom and a google meet where you pay for uh, where you give the service for free and then you charge from some premium contents then you have subscription based models for example netflix and amazon air you have uh, what we say disintegration models like the that of dell that use it we have uh, plug and play models like a and b so there are various models that are being used and the most prominent one and most revolutionary one is the platform models now these platform models are really revolutionary if you want to know how uber without having rent uh, owning a single car in itself have today the massive infrastructure of millions of cars have you ever wondered that why air vn have millions of uh, air, um, rooms despite not uh, owing a single inventory of their own this is all because today these companies use a model called platform model platform model runs on interactions okay there are in open interactions that enable these companies to uh, to scale up their operations in a very rapid scale if you look at the reports from bcg and howard they will tell you that these models are highly successful in terms of their revenue in terms of their profitability in terms of their evita margins so what is the reason why they are successful is because they enable plug and play architecture and they subsidize the platforms at the supply side to create demand and when the demand is created they are able to make uh, habit forming products these habit forming products have the characteristic of architectural designs the designs that are built around your behavior and because this behavior are contextualized around your personal experiences it helps you to make them choice better so these companies they target your data they, they are able to monitor your every single step how do you behave how do you consume and how do you react and around that experiences the create wonderful products so this platform product use what we call the advantages or competitive advantage of network effects network effect is a very powerful term 
okay that enables you to scale off very rapidly okay it allows you to instantly make use of light asset weight models that can be scalable that can be uh, portable that can be replicable in a very short period of time second is reimagining your customer experience now customers have always been at the heart of the business there are two type of businesses one is customer centric businesses and one is operational intimacy businesses now second there are certain companies or there are certain companies that believe that if we keep on building products that there will be an automatic demand for of the customers well it might work in certain companies but normally in today's world where customers are more connected are more aware the digitally enabled they uh, the, the shopping experience we have to uh, appreciate this idea that today the shopping experience does not begin when you enter the shop it begins much earlier in your phone when you are looking at the revenues of your company when you are looking at the uh, opinions of other people about the products there where the um, first uh, customer journey begins and uh, unlike the linear customer uh, journey maps where we begin with customer touch points and map their uh, entire journey from where start to end today there are multiple touch points and multiple moment of truths there are emotions and abstractions involved in a customer journey so all this require reimagining your customer experience it also involves that your customer is uh, delighted it's not satisfactory satisfaction is not the option you must delight the customers and delighting the customer i give you a very simple example you know the amazon it uses a very very intuitive example of walking backwards now what does that mean it means that everything begins from the customer it's the customer that de decides what you have to build it tracks each and every moment of the customer even the smallest of the one it gives them uh, the option of reviewing the status uh, where the delivery has begun it keeps a track of the delivery it allows you to see it it allows you to make contacts with the payment something that other players in the industry had till now considered as irrelevant or an optional so that's that's really tell you that you know this this customer based companies how much they are oriented towards customer intimacy third thing that you know is very essential for digital transformation is investing in capabilities and culture culture to one estimate by mckinsey is the single most uh, barrier to change to digital transformation why because you have lot of people who are very comfortable with the old style of doing things many of them are constrained by the vision or are constrained by the lack of vision a lack of proper implementation plan to drive digital transformations 
culture involves taking your people from the bottoms of and making them believe that whatever changes they are going to that uh, that are going to take place is for their own good it's about making the trust factor becoming more visible the ethics and the working of the company around that transformation making it more vocal now when i say that making it more vocal it means that the top management or the c suit sponsors as i said should find a way to involve the managers and the workers at the ground level to execute the plan and also make them understand with empathy honesty and transparency that the company is doing whatever it can to make the best utilization of resources and not treated employees as expendables but as partners where they will use the employees knowledge and talent base to build something that is really really remarkably revolutionary so these three things along with combined combination of online tools like sap like cloud migration technologies like cloud edge like digital avatars digital twins drone technology blockchain smart contracts are really transforming the way the companies have operated just imagine that today banking sector which is a legacy sector as a classic example where customers have to go back to bank to collect the checks today many of them are offering uh, facilities in the app where customers have just an um, uh, mobile phone and they click the photo of the check and they submit it to the bank for collection they don't even have to visit the branch that is where we are going to we are going from uh, big heavy models where you have lots of assets lot of physical tangible assets and suddenly you have nothing you have rental assets you have contractual assets that you can probably give to other parties to third parties that can use them and can and you can on a premium moment we are going towards a situation where you have concepts like zero touch and adoption zero touch finance you have ethical financing you have ethical infra all these things you will see in next coming decade becoming a really big thing the thing is that as someone who is aspiring to become a digital transformation expert what should you do for the next 3 to 5 years to envision that change think about it and we will meet next time